Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I went across to Plymouth Argyle last dome match yeah. and I went behind the... They asked me to, to do this half-time draw but across the other side of the pitch. So I had to walk around past all the Argyle fans which were fabulous. They all give me a grug. And then as I'm coming back around these like five lads there, hey, Neil, you've got to die for three points. <laughs> so I walked across... I said, no, just hang on. This guy was walking around me. So I went towards them, right? And I got them... Come here, lads. Come here, five of them. Put them all together. I said, you're wrong. You've got to fucking die. <laughs> 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 can't do that on our programme, can we? But, uh... Oh, can you? Right. Well, I know how do you work that one out. You know, my missus could have played against him. I've got to be careful. I'm sorry at all this. That's a lot of. You've got to die to get three points. Welcome along to the latest episode of Die for Three Points. My name's David Prutton, alongside, of course, the main man here. It's Neil Warnock, and joining myself and Neil today is Jackmates. Let me just give you some figures, Neil. 1.4 million subscribers on YouTube, over 450,000 Twitter followers, nearly 300,000 Instagram followers. Jack, what on earth does all that mean, please? I mean, they sound good, but <laughs> work out how many of those people actually like me, and, <laughs> and, and then we'll talk about it. No, yeah, I've been doing it long enough, mate, so um, they have slowly crept up over time. But can I say what an honour it is to be on here, Neil? I'm a big fan of you, mate. Thank so. you very much. I was going to say, a lot of sad people around, isn't there? <laughs> Neil, we're after these followers. This is what oh, we're sorry. Do, all so, right. Okay. Yes. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Some people that need cheering up. That's okay. what we're going for. All right. Really. And it's, it's, it's fascinating to have you on, Jack. I mean, I looked at uh, the YouTube bio, another YouTube personality. With little personalities, how you kind of self-deprecatingly put it. It's just an easy little win, isn't it? Be self-deprecate and win them round yeah, at yeah. the start. And with a face like this, you do need to win them round <laughs> at the start. So, um, I've yeah. Been, I've been doing that for about 40 years now. <laughs> the difference is people actually like you, Neil. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, so let's start at the beginning. Neil, Jack, Jack, Neil. What's your, um, not first impression, well, we'll go first impressions, but also understanding of Jack, mate. Listen, I, I, you know me. I don't know. I, I don't know how to turn a computer on me. But I, but I, I really, I really appreciate and, and look at 
what people have done, and in Jack's case, from nothing, mm. to build something up like this, takes, we, whilst we have a laugh and a joke, it's taken a lot of hard work, mm. and it's taken a lot of thought into what he's doing to get the success that he's got. I always believe in life. You get If you work hard, you get the success. So it, it's interesting for me, even though I don't know what Jack does, mm -hmm. I haven't got a clue what he does. <laughs> me it's obviously successful yes and and, so. and that's what i appreciate i appreciate people like that so first impressions of neil warnock then jack i mean i just love the man like i've got i've just got to tell a little story now me and my friend i've got to give a shout out to him straight away joel meredith right mm. is neil's biggest fan and we, and we were going to um, a festival in the summer and uh, we watched the compilation clips of neil's funniest mm. moments all the time think they're bloody great and uh we, we were going to get a big flag printed out of Neil photoshopped with three pints saying you've got to die for three pints. And we was going to take that. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't have enough time in the air. But no, we're, we're, we're big fans of you, Neil. So like I say, it's a pleasure to meet you and, and be on this. Because from your point of view, you're, you're a football fan, a West Ham fan. Yeah, huge fan, yeah. But you're not... We've uh, all got problems. Exactly. We can, we, can, we can talk him out of this by the end of we finish this, Neil, can't we? Yeah. The, but your podcast, your, the, the YouTube platform, it's not specifically football is it and, and apologies if I'm asking you questions that millions of, of listeners and followers would say well it's quite obviously this and I was I was listening to you on the way in today and there's a lot of things nowadays with regards to podcasts and uh, opinion pieces where there's got to be something serious at the end of it there's got to be a theme there's got to be let's get somewhere positive let's solve something mm -hmm. the great thing about a lot of the ones that I listen to of yours is it's happy it's called the happy hour for a reason isn't it you come off yeah. the back of it thinking what have I learned today? It could be this, it might not be this, but you come up bouncing. Is that the kind of main theme of what you want from yours? Yeah, 100%. I, I, I first made my name on YouTube by being a bit of a knobhead, really. Like I, 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 my, The sort of go-to story I always say is I, I, I wanted to be a YouTuber. I, I looked up to all these YouTubers and I met them at these like YouTube conventions. And I don't know if you can swear on here or not, but... Depends which word you're going to use. Pricks. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Just gets a thumbs up in the gallery. Yeah, can can you have that one? Yeah. Right, it's a sliding scale of what you can and can't use. I never, I never swear, so yeah, it doesn't but... affect me. <laughs> Carry on. Um, a lot of them just weren't real people. Like I'm, I'm, I'm from a sort of council estate in in Norwich, and the, the, the first, I'd meet these people who were like heroes of mine, doing what I wanted to do. And the first thing they'd say when they come over is, "How much you earning, or mm. how many YouTube subscribers you got?" And I thought, this isn't this isn't real life. Mm. Like this isn't. So I, so I then became kind of like the anti-YouTuber and I, they were selling like t-shirts to their, to their kid viewers for like 70 quid and I thought, yeah. it's not on, they're just ripping them off. Yeah. So, so I became this anti-YouTuber that would call them out and make jokes about them and stuff. And then after a few years, my, my passion was always to interview people and learn about people and just have a laugh with people really. I studied interview techniques at college and got my 70 three-year-old granddad in to interview him. Nothing said, wrong with that, eh? Nothing wrong with that, Neil. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, mate. Um, so long story short, I then, I made this podcast and I thought, I'm sick of moaning about people and like just sort of calling people out for this, that and the other. I'm going to call it happy hour. Yeah. We're going to have a laugh. And I've, I've, I've been lucky enough to build up like a portfolio of interesting people that I've met along the way who I can lean on to come on the show. and All different walks of life as well, isn't all it? All different from, from your A-listers to your, to like, like we, we've had the likes of Ricky Gervais on. Um, so like last week we had a guy called Raphael Rowe in who who was um, wrongly sentenced uh, 
to prison for life for a murder he, he, he didn't commit. So anyone with a story... Sounds like the start of the 18. We, yeah, pretty, <laughs> that'll be next week. <laughs> yeah. um, anyone with a story, we sit down with them and ultimately just have a laugh. So mm. I know Neil's going to come on as well. So our main focus with that is to learn about Neil and his career and everything you've done but also to have a laugh as well and that's why I think you'd be the perfect guest because you are a serious football manager with real pedigree but also you're not afraid to have a laugh as well as we've seen in these mm -hmm. YouTube I do, think, I do think that that is I think as a manager I've always tried to sort of give, give the fans that I've managed something to smile mm. about and, and I think like and the players, as you were yeah, saying. and the players. Mm. And we talked about the the pandemic and how bad it was, and my press conferences. How mm. I used to make them all laugh, and and I think that's going out of the game at times. Mm. Humor, humor's gone a little bit. Everybody's you know got the pads and all that luck mm. and the notes and and like like Jack says, you forget sometimes you've got to have a laugh. Mm. Life's too short, really, and you know you've got to enjoy it. And that's. And that, I, I'm looking forward to doing Jackson because <laughs> I think it's something away from my level. Are you yeah. with me? So, but it, but I've learned in the last few months when I've gone across to the social media side just how important it is with my kids. Mm -hmm. My kids love it, and mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there's me cycling in Scotland, and it's so many million hits, and I think, what are people doing? You know, but it's that's how it mm -hmm. is, isn't it? And it, and I have enjoyed making people laugh. They've all smiled at it. So, yeah, I, I do. When I was a manager. I wanted to put a smile on my press conference. I don't think we're ever boring, mm. uh, David. And I don't want my life to be boring now because I'm, I'm coming to the end of it. You know, I want to enjoy Yeah, it. I mean, as, as, a, as a MO, it's, it's a very respectful and highly respected one. You talk about views, Neil. I've just, again, looking through YouTube, 175 million views, ballpark figure of the content that you've put, put out on that particular platform mm. so i mean so i mentioned the figures at the very very top and and again forgive mm. me for sounding a bit like a luddite in this but it's it's um it's it's stuff that myself and neil have chatted about and, and looking at it more and, and podcasting and all that type of stuff how do you get from wanting to do it as you did mm -hmm. to what you do now because it is your career it's your living it's it, it supports you and your family and it's mm -hmm. it's extremely Lucrative, isn't it? Fruitful. Yes, yeah. fruitful is fruitful. a is a less money based way of saying it. Yeah. It it took it took me a long time. I think I was doing it. I was doing two videos a week mm. every week for about seven years before I ever even made a penny. Mm. And I think the first sort of five years I was doing it, I didn't even know you could make money from it. Didn't know that that was a that was a thing. And then I saw some YouTubers talking about their paychecks, and I was like, hello, there's something to be sort of made from this. Mm. But the, but the toughest thing is, I think everyone. Every man, woman, and dog has got their own pro social profile now. Mm. Everyone knows them. Everyone can look them up and see what they're doing. So it's actually establishing your your character. So as authentic as I, I feel both myself and yeah, yeah, like we're both authentic characters online. Yeah. But people know and have loved you for years now. So you've already broken down. That. Uh, believe it or not, there are one or two people opposite. Right. <laughs> you know, that dislike me. We're them I down. know it's hard hard to yeah. understand. We'll find right. them. <laughs> yeah same here though mate same here but you just you just crack on don't you but yeah that i think that's the hardest thing mm. is like although i'm 100 percent authentic and what i broadcast like you i can't sit in a podcast studio for as long as i do every single week and keep up an act or mm. like it just, it just wouldn't work but you do have to put on a bit of a, a broadcaster's voice mm. you can't just sit there we're in the pub and we're talking like this. It's, it's a bit boring isn't it so you need to be your authentic self but also be aware that people actually 
are listening to this as you're well. You're inviting someone into your opinion, aren't you? Yeah. The least you can do is actually sound like you're asked about exactly. what you're talking about and actually being there. Exactly. And I think that's why, without patting myself on the back too early on, I think that's why I've been successful because I am genuinely interested by it, every single person that comes through that door because mm. I know just how lucky I am to have this job. Like I'm living my dream. Like I, like, I always say the... I always say this story that I, I struggled for a long time to come to terms with the YouTube money and, mm. and from a boy that had nothing mm. and and sort of, I, I, my dad, he, he works in a factory and does like 12 hour shifts, gets up at the crack of dawn and stuff. I've never had to do that. Mm. Like I've, I, I'm, I'm so, so lucky. And I, I'll quickly tell you a, a real story that sort of humbled me because over the way, over over the years, there's been little moments where you get given tickets to this or you get this paycheck and, t- and you can lose your head mm. very, very quickly if you're not careful. But I remember once I, I went to my granddad's funeral he died of cancer quite quickly over like a two, three week period. Got back to Norwich, went on a night out, thought I'll have a few jars, try and forget this. Someone's came up to me is in the nightclubs. That's always a hotbed for people coming up because there's no filter there. No, They've had yeah, a few. Especially and, that yeah. time of night, yeah. This guy's come up to me and he's not a, he's not a fan. Now, 99% of the time they, they are, and I'm not saying that to blow my own trumpet. I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's loads of people out there who don't like you, but you'll know this, Neil. Fair, They're not yeah. often the ones who come yeah. up to you in the street, are they? They're mm. verbal online. Anyway, this guy's come up to me and he's sort of trying to sort of flex on me or whatever you call it. And 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 uh, he's, he goes, hey, how how much money have you made then? And I was pissed. I'd just been to my granddad's funeral. I was like, all right, I'll tell you then. So I told him. Wow. And, I, and I said, and how much do you earn? Because we'll, we'll flip it round. Yeah. He told me and, and mine outweighed his by quite a lot. Yeah. And then I asked him what he does. And he worked on the cancer unit at a hospital. Right. Oh, Christ. And I thought, and I thought like... I, I don't regret what I said mm. because he came to me and he yeah. asked me, but it really humbled me and put me in that perspective mm. of I'm living my dream. So every time I go into that podcast room, when I get to sit down with people like yourselves as mm. well, like I'm very fortunate. I know how lucky I am to be here. And some YouTubers that fall off over time, I think that's because they think it's a God-given mm. right. I, I, think that's, I think that's exactly right, me, when I look at YouTube, right? There's some people that, for me, I've got no personalities at all that do it for a living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it to make money, what have you. Whereas I look at, even when I look at Amy, I, lo- I love my Amy mm-hmm. uh, listening to me on the way. She works at Truro Hospital yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. in the radiotherapy department. Mm-hmm. So she, she's, she's in real the life middle of day. it, mm-hmm. real life. And she tells me how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I admire her for what she does. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. And it, ma- it does make you, Jack, realise, doesn't it, how lucky we are to do something. I've been lucky for 40 odd years mm. as a manager and another 50 odd years with yeah. a player mm. to do something that I enjoy. And I always said to my boy who's, who's doing very well at golf now, to William, do something that you can enjoy because you're working for a long time as a, yeah. man, a man. And if you can do something you enjoy and if you can give a wider area a bit of a bit of laughter, a mm. bit of joy, I think you've from the channel, mate. Do, do you think the similarities Jack's saying there because the way your career progressed quite quickly, well, when it got to that point where they, it did then blow up. Yeah. I, I presume there's no all CNI at YouTube saying, well, you're going to get this much money, do this with it. Whereas in football, with younger players coming through mm. and from the management downwards, if, you, if you're that kind of bracket of the good, all-encompassing boss, you're mm. keeping an eye on younger players that burst through. You have to do. You, like you mentioned about, it, it, and it's, it's a bit of an old footballing cliche, Jack, but it's, it's akin to the... The kid who's played ten games who suddenly rolls in in a Range Rover or a yeah, Bentley, right. and you go, "Hang on, that's not yeah. quite right." But, he, but then, so there's not there's no monitoring of that. But no. you can keep you control can to you that. can. But yeah. he will see 
people that have had 10 games coming on a, on a, on a bloody Rolls Royce. Mm. Are you with me? Yeah. He'll know the YouTubers yeah. that yeah. are like that, mm. that think they've swam the channel and all of a sudden they're going to hit a brick wall mm -hmm. because they, they're, not, they're, not, they're not what I call, not human beings. They haven't got the personality yeah. to do that. He, I think you've got to be successful. People have got to want to talk to you as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they've got to receive not just be given and a lot of people the, the the negative thing for me on youtube when i when i have looked at it with it with amy mm. is a lot of people i don't think that i've got much of a personality trying to be somebody they're not mm, instead right. of being themselves yeah and, and, and i think you've hit the nail on the head there a lot of back in 2015 16 um there was a there was a big youtube group um bunch of posh kids really that, that <laughs> some of them there by by right some yeah. of them not so much mm -hmm. and and they, and let's say let's take the two sort of ringleaders they made a lot of money built this huge sort of empire which you can't fault them for at mm. all they built that on their own um but then they realized well if i put my brother in my video mm. or my sister or my mate or my cousin they're going to build a big pro profile from it as well because mm. back then kids would just follow it whoever yeah. now you actually need a voice yeah. so they built this whole sort of group, this sort of posse of posh YouTubers that had all of this money and all of this following. But like, like you said, Neil, they didn't have much about them. They didn't mm. have much character. And, and and that's when you can lose your way because they're surrounded by the same people who think that it's a divine right. Telling them as well, aren't they, how good they are. Exactly that. Telling them how, you know what it's like with players. Mm -hmm. Same thing, mm -hmm. isn't it? You know, you, you, like you come on, you have, a, you have a first team game and then you go back in reserves and, oh, you shouldn't be here. You should be going to tell him you're better than that. Yeah, you yeah. should get this and you should get that. Mm. I remember my first contract at Chessfield, right? And I'd been an amateur. I was working in office with some kids, with school kids and all sorts. And yeah, I goes in, I'm 18 years of age and I'm, I'm in the pro. I've been in the first team for about six games. And uh, you're going to get a new contract. You're going to get a contract as a pro. So oh, the lads are in the dressing room, Ivan Ollett and Kevin Randall and them. This is what you want to ask for. Neil. You wanna, you <laughs> the other pro say, yeah, listen, you need, you need 25, <laughs> 30 quid a week. This is in 60s. Mm. You need 25, 30 quid a week, five quid appearance, so much a goal, blah, blah, blah. Oh, thanks, lad. So Mr. McGuigan shouts me in. Come in, Neil. Uh, I've been very pleased with you, son. You've got in first team here. I'm giving you £15 a week, a £2 appearance, sign here. And I went, thank you. And I, and I went out and I said, I told him, yeah. I got everything, everything that you said, lads. I got it all. You know, but you, it, I think they're good times then when you look back. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And it's all a part of the learning kit. I'm sure £15 isn't exactly YouTube money nowadays, is it? But Neil's talking about players and our experience I said this side of the table. I mean, it's literally this side of the table. If you're watching this, this is like a job interview for you, Jack. Isn't it? And you're acing it so far, so well done. Um, you're a West Ham fan. Have you had any 
uh, interaction with the current crop of players there, the, the, the lads that are on the staff? Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, West Ham reached out to me and I'm now a, a presenter for them, which is a, like a dream come true. true. Yeah. Like the day I got to go back to my old man and say, <laughs> Dad, I'm working with West Ham. Like now, now I've, I've done loads and loads of bits with them. So, so, so thankful for that opportunity. And just last week, I was with a few of the players down at Rush Green and Every single time I drive back to Norwich, I stop in at Fetford where my dad lives and he's just finished his shift and I go in there and I'm just showing him all the fun. I'm still a little kid when it comes yeah. to all that. Like when I'm working, I try and be as professional as I can, but I'm so giddy on the way back. So yeah. yeah that's a good, good bunch of lads. I mean, they seem like an extremely likeable set of lads. Yeah, mate, I can't complain. I mean, this is the sort of real, I, I, I've interviewed like the odd footballer here and there along the way, but this is the first time I've got to know like a, a, a bunch of players. Mm. So I don't really have anything to compare them to but everyone's been been nice to me mm. um I, the, the other day I had a bit of a tough one with um you know the new lad Skamaka yes up, up top it I completely understand where he's coming from because <laughs> we, we were pre-recording for a Christmas episode and we do a show at West Ham called Snack Wars where we get some players we give them some food from that yes. from their own country and they have to rate it against the like British food or whatever but we're pre-recording for Christmas this is in June hottest day of the year we're in this little sort of cabin thing they've just finished training yeah, yeah. they do not want to be doing this whatsoever no, so i'm wearing a christmas jumper and then we sit, <laughs> we sit down with pablo fornells uh ben johnson and skamaka skamaka sits there and i'm trying to get him to eat cranberry sauce into 35 degree heat i'm like please Gianluca, for me and he just looks at me he goes please for me don't ask I was like, okay okay but it was a really nice moment actually yeah. because i think I think I was losing him a little bit. Like he's new to the, he's new to the club and to the country Different as well. He probably, probably thought, "What the fuck are we doing yeah, here?" Yeah. Like, I didn't have a clue. Um, but there was a lovely moment when Pablo Fornell started. I, I sort of know him from going away on Europa League tours and well, just the one, but hopefully yeah. more to come. Um, and Gianluca was being a little bit cold towards me, but as I say, completely understand. And Pablo starts speaking to him in Italian as well, which I didn't even know he could do. Right. And he goes, he goes, Gianluca, he goes, no, no, no. He, West Ham, West yeah. Ham, love West Ham. And then basically explains to him, that I'm not just a journalist. I'm, yeah, like, I'm yeah. not I'm not even a journalist. Club base, yeah, yeah, I'm part of the club. I, I, I'm putting, I'm sort of, I could be making this up because he's speaking in Italian, but yeah, I'm picking yeah. up enough sort of words in between it yeah. to, to hear that. And that meant a lot to me, just knowing that like Premier League players got my back when it comes to something well, yeah, like yeah, because I mean, that's, it, again, it's, it's probably changed in your managerial career, Neil, because... I mean, these extracurricular media responsibilities now yeah. at the Premier League level must be that far reaching and, and, and wide ranging. Because it, it used to be the local paper. Can you have 10 minutes with such and such yeah. after training? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is international now. Isn't yeah. it? Everywhere is national. And there's always something the lads like at West Ham, but every club does it. Something mm. usually for charity and yeah. stuff like that at Christmas time. But West Ham, I mean, over my career, I've had a few really good games with them uh, I've got some fans some friends of mine who yeah. are West Ham fans as well they don't tell them that they're friends of mine no. and, uh, <laughs> and we uh, I remember um, because of them fans that I know I made sure you didn't win the league ones right on the last game we not when I was before you were born I think right I was at Notts County and we had, we played West Ham last game yeah nothing at stake only for West Ham them or Sheffield Wednesday won the league and uh, with nothing to play for and I did one of my team talks, one of my now famous team talks. I'm glad they didn't have that one on in the dressing room. And you could, the, the windows opened in the old West Ham yeah, yeah, yeah. bowling. And the windows opened, and we opened them all. I said, Get all them windows open. 
and as they were coming past the fans, you know, and I were going, this is, they, they think we've come for nothing to play for. I want us to go and, you know, they've got to do this, we've got to do that. I want you to show me today what we're up again. Blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, during the game, good during the game, I think it was nil-nil. And they all started clapping as if they, and I said, what's happened? Oh, um, somebody's losing. So mm. we've, we've, got, we've won the league. Yeah. So they're all checking. I think it was uh, Frank's dad. Uh, Lampard, yeah, 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 and they're all shaking his hand and all that. Well done, and all this, that, and other. So my man said, "I, I don't know what." So well, and yeah, I'll go. Across. I went across and shook his hand. <laughs> well done, congratulations. <laughs> and Mark Draper scored two cracking goals. <laughs> and then in injury time, all of a sudden, it was the weirdest thing went round. Sheffield Wednesday had come back from losing, Looking and they on. got a result. And so West Ham hadn't won it, and we'd won it because of my two goals, my Draper. <laughs> And everyone's shaking hands. Yeah, they, they were all shaking and well done and all that and all. So that. you stopped the hammers winning the league. Yeah, I did I stop the hammers winning the league? Can we, can we stop these cameras rolling now? <laughs> You've just broke my heart now. You've absolutely. But broke on the my flip heart. side, with your Sheffield United side, we let West let them win. Yeah, we let them play an illegal player. There you Tevers. go. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't mind that. Yeah. That, I mean, that cost me a million quid. There you go. That's yeah. nothing. I'm not bitter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just about over it. I think it's best if I say no comments for that because <laughs> I loved every second of Tevez being there. So. Fantastic player. Of yeah, course. hell of a player. Hell of of... And the type of player that, as a fan, mm. you can't help but love, can you? No, exactly. He works his socks off yeah. and all. Yeah. yeah. That's what I liked about him. Mm. Whoever he played against, mm -hmm. he'd give it 100% everywhere. We've got a little bit of that in, in Jan Lucas coming out yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 And they've done well, obviously, because obviously the big stick that was getting beaten or used to beat West Ham with was the atmosphere at the ground. Mm -hmm. I, it always used to make me laugh because I remember doing games when Slavon Bilic was there and, and we were chatting to him just the other week because he's obviously now the new Watford manager. Mm -hmm. um, because there'd be something that, that twigged in the manager on the uh, bench and it'd take him 20 minutes to get to the touchline to right. make his point. And by the time he's got there, he looks around kind of going, what was it again? <laughs> what it was. And so then, then he comes all the way back and it, it just, mm. you managed to get through that and create that bit of atmosphere now and it, it's a wonderful place to go and watch football. So that's in a positive light. I'm intrigued to know, Jack, given your presence online and we'll get Neil's take on this in just a sec. As much as you have people that like you and follow you and, and part of what interaction is online is mm. it's the Wild West to be able to say whatever you want, whenever you want. Mm -hmm. So I presume to get to where you've got to, there's a certain element where you've got to be very, very thick-skinned. Mm -hmm. do, do you take comment like that seriously? Is it offensive Is it in any way? Have you learned how to deal with that? I I, I have a little bite back at them, mm. you know. I, 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 quite I quite like it. I've I've sort of made a name for myself calling people out for X, Y, and Z. So mm. when people want to call me out, I think fair enough. Like, that must be lovely, Jack. I wish I could do yeah. <laughs> You probably could, I Neil. No, I've I seen can't. your videos where you're shouting at, <laughs> that's for fucking Muscat, that. <laughs> <laughs> You should just reply that to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the trade answer. But um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a. I, I've had I've had some ups and downs. One of the biggest downs was sort of last year. Um, a lot of West Ham fans just. I don't know why they they they, uh, they they couldn't get on board with the fact that I went over to the Europa out to like Frankfurt and Seville and mm. all these places. They couldn't get on board. I understand a, a part of it, right? So West Ham hired me as a presenter to go over there and document what it's like from a fan's perspective. Mm. But working. So, working, yeah. Yeah. working, but also showing the fan experience, mm -hmm. which I can. some fans said it wasn't the true fan experience, which I completely understand because we'd go to the grounds the day before when 
David Moyes is doing the press conference yeah, yeah. and that. So it's not the true fan. But also, I'm out there with the fans in the terraces giving away signed Declan Rice shirts, Ben Johnson shirts, all of mm. this. So I, I'm i a lifelong West Ham fan. Mm. I'm not... Fa- I'm not... I've got the castle, the old castle yeah, yeah. there, right? I'm... The, out of out of anyone, like mm-hmm. I, I would snap your hand up for that job, right? And what, not not a lot of West Ham fans know this, but I turned down a fee to do it because I I, I love working with West Ham. Mm. But but what where I went wrong, or arguably where West Ham fans think where I went wrong, is I needed a cameraman to go with me. So I brought my mate Stevie White, who's mm-hmm. the co-host on my podcast, yes. mainly because we're a bit of a duo online anyway. So it's if I br- if I bring my mate from Norwich who works in a car garage no one knows who he is yeah, yeah. he's busy whereas stevie comes but stevie's a man united fan All right so this caused a lot of problems we're out there in these in these tickets are like gold dust you know west ham don't always get on it to europa league semi-final mm. and then and then there was a lot of sort of shit on on twitter that i'd taken a man united fan to the game my argument is we're working we're working so we're getting we're getting tickets that yeah. have been allocated to journalists or press or a- anything anyway. And at the end of the day, like Declan Rice is a Chelsea fan. Yeah. And he's playing for us. Like I'm representing our team. I am a West Ham fan. Stevie's uh, operates in professionally when he's over there. Like what am I supposed to do? Find a camera guy that I'm also as close with that just so happens to be yeah. a lifelong West Ham fan as well. Yeah. Like I think what you, what you think is, is, is uh, at Jack's age, mm-hmm. I think you want to respond to all the negativity, all the bad. Oh, I do. Yeah. You want to tell them what how it is, and you what you. I think as you get older, you you realise, well, they are knobheads. <laughs> really, so let it oh. let it let it go over your head. Are you with me? Let it go over your head because that's what they are. Yeah, the people at home. There's, unfortunately, you always get some. No matter how many millions you get, you always get a few that want to headline it, and they think they've got to say something bad yeah. to get their little five minutes of glory. Mm. They're almost like traffic wardens, aren't they? <laughs> you know, they've got to have their moment. Yeah, and I think as you get older, you've got to let them go over. You haven't even got to reply to mm. them. I know it's hard because mm. when you jack say you want to reply to them all, and then you know, which are, so what if he's a Man United? He's doing a he's doing the camera, mm. so you know you don't you don't have to reply to them. Did sometimes you... when you reply to them, it fuels them and they there. love it. You are so, so b- it's harder sometimes not to reply. Yeah. Bang on there, like hundred percent. Like yeah. I I bite to so many of them as well, and then they take that as a win. Like if they if they tweet me and then I and then I'll give them the facts. Yeah. they'll go, we've got one here, lads. Yeah, like, yeah. and yeah. then I'm like. Well, I've, I've lost then, yeah. have I? Because yeah. I've done that. Ridiculous. But yeah, Neil, how did you deal with it? Like when when you was a gaffer, like because you went on Twitter when you was managing, were you? I think it was just after you got on all that. Like it's the last few months with this lot, yeah. right? Right. Really. Um, what about I mean, entourage? It's got. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I once. What I won't tell you it were, uh, but I was at my daughter's when it, a, few, a couple of years ago, and there was a famous player on, and he, and I looked. She said, "Look at this, Dad. This is a Twitter account." And she showed me and. Uh, I took the kids to school. I've had this for breakfast, and I've had that for breakfast. I said, oh, "Who the hell wants to know about me having taking you to school, darling?" I was going, and I thought I couldn't. I couldn't. I thought, "Well, what's happening here? I can't ever go on that." But I've enjoyed doing the the humorous things that we've mm. done. You know, like the the government and number ten or number yeah, eleven. I've enjoyed mm. putting pictures in and and saying things that the ordinary punter would have said mm. to to give us a laugh. Mm. Are you with me? Yeah, but. I, you know, I I don't want people to know what I've had for breakfast, mate. Really. <laughs> did so. you see the what? Did you see the one? Um, I could be wrong here, but I think it was Wanyama. You remember? Yes. Yeah. I, I think he tweeted an apology 
so forgive me if I've got the wrong player, but it was a footballer that tweeted uh, an apology for something he'd done in the game. But his tweet read, can you tweet? And then the apology. So he's just I'll copied. Say something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, just yeah. copied it from the yeah. PR team or whatever and posted that and forgot to take out the, <laughs> can you tweet something like? Oh, yeah, I mean this sincerely from my management team. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm really bothered about that. Well, at yeah. least everybody knows I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. So, but, but, I mean, Jack, that's, that's such a pertinent thing to mention, though, with regards to players tweeting, because... I mean, it used to be a nightmare. I know what you're going to say, Dave. Well, then it used to be a bloody nightmare for me as yeah. a manager. At, so it's whether what Cardiff. they say or what people say to them. Oh, that's another it, strand of management, isn't nearly it? Nearly cost us promotion at Cardiff with the skipper, Sean Murray. He'll not mind me saying Sean. But he was Twittering to Lincoln... Derby County we had a game called off for the snow. The, can, I don't know where you remember uh, it. Nah, were you there that day? Uh, we were. No. I, I remember ringing yeah. Sky up and saying, I want to be interviewed on the pitch. Yeah, and then we're come we, to we, the sent some, we sent someone down. Yeah, you did. And uh, <laughs> they were, they'd all, they put all the snow, they moved it all into one pile mm. and they were taking a picture of this pile of snow with the ground behind to get it off. Uh, it was only about... I mean, I said to them, not in a million years. They got a load of injuries. Yeah. Gary Rowett told me about 18 months ago, yeah, we did get it. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did get it off. The FA can't do him now, I don't think, for that. <laughs> so we, we knew that. But the lads were all, the Derby lads and the Cardiff lads were all on this Twitter thing then, you know, yeah. doing this, that and the other. And Morrison said something, which they all brought back up. And uh, when we played him in midweek after it, it was hostile. And and it didn't help. Mm. It didn't help what he said. And I said to him, I hope you any we got beat in the end. And we then then had to go to Hull to win to get up really on the Saturday after that. It didn't help us one bit the two. Mm. And I said to him, Look, lads, I know I don't mind you all going on there, but you've got to remember that your responsibility to the football yeah. club. You're not just Mr. Average. Yeah. People are gonna look at your tweets from nationally, not mm. just our fans. But some lads can't actually Cope. They can't. They, no, they don't see the damage that he can do. Are you with me? Mm. It's such a powerful platform now yeah. that you, mm. you, they don't see the, 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 what's going to happen to some of the tweets. You know, because you know, yeah, take it down straight away. But they've, they're forever. They've all been yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So uh, if you'd have told me when I started off oh, 40, 50 years ago about all this social media, mm. I'd have thought you were insane. <laughs> so it'll be in, interesting. To see and now we know happens. more. We still think it's insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But what I like about Jack is how he's full of it, mm. fresh, and, and that's how his programme comes out, no doubt. I mean, I ain't got a clue what he's doing. <laughs> but it come, obviously comes over well because he's successful. <laughs> but I think it's his enthusiasm. Mm. And that, that's what, I mean, I'm 73, mm. but I've got more enthusiasm than some managers at 50. Yeah. I look at some of them, the most miserable people I've ever met, mm. and they're managers. And then they look at, you know, they get a notebook and they write down, Aunt Benji, what are they doing with a notebook? <laughs> I always say, is that a shopping list? Is he writing down, I've got to go to Tesco's after the game? What do they write down on the bench? This is why this podcast is just going to go from strength <laughs> to strength, just because you're just so authentic, so honest. Like, and Without blowing too much smoke, I think you're the best person to do a podcast, Neil, just because you've got... You, you've, you've, you've done well then, Dave. I'm coming on in. <laughs> Similarly pestering you with phone calls. <laughs> It's a similar sort of like elk to like Ian Holloway though. Like mm. got got enough sort of career under the belt that you've got stories for 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 days and days and days, and and you're not shy to to shy them as well. And um, you're not what you're not <laughs> shy. <laughs> wow, God, it's been an early start. Share to share. Oh, you're, yeah, you're not shy to share them as well. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to listening to more episodes of this as well. Well, Fantastic. I'm looking forward to coming on yours as well, yeah. Jack. Really, yeah. I'm not I've not been. A, 
we've had that many offers since I've packed in, but right. I don't want to just do any, you know, any sort of podcast. any old rubbish. You want the big ones, yeah. Right? That's what, yeah. That's and especially, I, I ain't got a clue what Jack is, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You know? <laughs> Amy tells me he's famous. Well, it sounds like there's a, there's a firm friendship being started here, a budding bromance. Uh, Jack, I mean, it's amazing to have you on. Thank you so much. You've taught us both a lot. I'll be intrigued to talk about this. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. In podcasts no, to I come. It. Of course, this is You've Got to Die for Three Points. Please like, subscribe, comment. I'm sure you've got plenty to say off the back of this one. And we shall see you next time. We're in London, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.